um, well, as a technical advisor, as a person who created the LEAP program, you've mentioned in earlier interviews that companies like Microsoft are actively looking for people to pay to train. I, I want to make yeah. sure I understand that. They're looking to pay people to train them to work for them. That's the LEAP program. And the way it works is imagine, um, let's take your son, you know, he's, he's got a degree, maybe he's- Take my physics. son, please. Physics, please take him, please. Physics, chemistry. Uh, maybe he was a barista, but he's gone through a step where he's, he said, okay, I want to get in tech. Now, the first step is their own. They have to show a desire. And they usually show that desire by going to a coding academy, learning, maybe it's JavaScript, HTML. They, they learn something, right? And they actually practice it. Uh, the best candidate for LEAP is someone who's um, coming from wherever they're coming from, whatever background, they've gone through something such that they have some coding skills that are demonstrable, right? Then there's this process where you go to a website, you apply, you get accepted. Now you're into the LEAP program and it's 16 weeks. Four weeks of it, four or five weeks of it up front is training. So you're kind of in this cohort of people who come in at the same time. And you all get trained up on certain stuff because we're trying to prepare you to do software engineering at Microsoft, right? Then the next 12 weeks, you're actually working in a team doing like a college intern would do, right? Uh, probably not something that's super mission critical, but something that's substantial enough that we get to see if you can perform, right? Okay, okay. Uh, it's, it's essentially a 12-week interview, if you will, right? Just like with college students. Um, and then at the end of that, if, you know, the team's like, hey, you're pretty good, and you're like, I want to work here, then booyah, you got a job, right? <laughs> um, if not with us, I think this is probably still true. It's like 95% of the people who go through that experience get a job in tech somewhere. If not with us, then with someone else, right? Because now they have Microsoft on the resume, right? So they've got their leg up, whereas other people would be like, I'm not going to look at your resume. You're you're a physics major from college. You know, what's that? Right? They won't even look. They'll just you know, dustbin it. But once you said, I did an internship at Microsoft, it's like, oh, okay, Microsoft. Well, <laughs> you know, now you've got something on your resume. You got that first step, right? And this goes back to the whole techity thing. It's like, it's all about getting that first step in some cases. So this is, this is what uh, the LEAP program does. Okay. I, I like the term techwitty that you coined. I want to go back to that. Yeah. But you've also said, and this kind of relates to what you just said, he could be a physics major, could be a barista. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but you're saying that college degrees are no longer necessary. And I kind of shortened your whole statement. So this is not your statement, but this is the condensed version. Uh, but they're no longer necessarily to have pathways in tech? Well, let's let's be clear. Um, knowledge is required. Oftentimes going through a college experience, it's more than just knowledge acquisition. It's also training for how to be a problem solver, um, how to structure time, how to um, deal with deadlines, how to be graded and judged, right? These are the things that college, beyond just acquiring knowledge, these are other things that college gives you. And I would say that's stuff you got to learn somewhere, right? A barista, 
has been dealing with customers face-to-face. -face. They've been collaborating. They have customer empathy. If you're a darn good barista, you're probably a darn good customer person, no matter what field you're talking about, right? Uh, if you're a VP of a bank, you're probably a pretty good collaborator in general. You're probably a good team leader. And these are attributes that are needed for any kind of job, particularly in tech, right? Um, the, the, the thing you don't necessarily need is the knowledge acquisition part is not only acquired through a four-year college degree, right? Nowadays, and I say this often, where when I was hiring people 24 years ago, one of the key aspects I wanted them to have was your ability to debug the Windows kernel, right? This is some low-level hardcore stuff, right? Now, that's low, not common. <laughs> low-level hardcore. <laughs> yeah, low-level hardcore is like, just think about it. You use Windows or Mac or whatever. You have never debugged that thing, right? You, you, couldn't, you wouldn't even know how to start. So that's pretty low-level stuff. How does the machine actually operate? We don't need that anymore. I mean, 10 people need to know how to do that. <laughs> maybe a, maybe 100. What you do need to know is there's all these frameworks out here, and there's a new one every day, and, and all a lot of stuff is web, uh, web development. So you need React frameworks and WebGL, and you know, uh, and there's an, uh, you need to learn how to integrate with frameworks more so than building the frameworks. Now some people need to build the frameworks. And those people probably have college degrees and probably are deep in the CS, right? But a lot of people don't need that. They need more like statisticians, um, data scientists, uh, UI developers, um, artists for doing game development. Uh, you don't need to. You don't need a college degree necessarily to be many of those things. There's specializations. And you have to get those, you need to gain the knowledge of the specialization somehow. But it's not always strictly a four-year college degree that gets you that, right? And in particular, a four-year college degree in CS, right? It's like, I, I know this, one of the smartest programmers I've run across over the past few years was a woman who had a PhD in uh, physics and math. She picked up programming in C-sharp, which is one of our programming languages, in a weekend, right? A weekend. That's all she needed. It's like, this woman is a genius. You think she can't okay. learn to program? <laughs> Come on. You know, and within a month or two, she's teaching her people how to do statistical analysis on reading these data logs from our servers because she's smart. <laughs> You know, the programming isn't the end-all be-all of all this stuff. It's like your intelligence and your problem-solving and your collaboration and all these other things, uh, these more human traits, are equally important, if not more important, particularly as programming gets easier, as we apply more and more machine learning and AI to the, pro to the programming part of it, right? Right, right, right. Like, oh, that's easy. Doing this okay. is, you know, typing on a keyboard is easy. Um, how do you make sure these these machines serve us and don't kill us? That's harder, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. Um, 